When he was nine, he phoned the dinner ladies and pretended he was Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine, and I'm in the area, ladies, and when I say I fancy a spot of lunch, I mean it. Can you oblige? Oh, yeah. Steak will do lovely, with chips, and a nice bottle of Beaujolais. And when Michael didn't turn up, much the dinner lady's disappointment, Stefan did them a huge favour and ate Michael's steak for him. It was about this time that Stefan received his first phone call. I say call. It was more of a sinister silence, actually. He was at home, not doing any homework and spending his free time annoying perfectly nice people with unfortunate names, when a clicking on the line interrupted his prank call to Mr. Stinky. Hello, said Stefan as the ringing tone cut off. Is anybody there? He heard breathing at the other end. A finger scraped across the mouthpiece. A sticky throat swallowed. Hello? What do you want? Then suddenly the dial tone resumed, and the phone was answered by an elderly man. Good evening, Stefan said. Are you stinky? Yes, came the frail reply, because the old man was stinky. That was his name. Who is it? asked his ninety-year-old wife from her armchair. Is the chap wants to know if I'm stinky, dear. Well, tell him you are, she shouted. Don't keep him hanging on, wasting his time. Young man like that is probably important and busy. I am stinky, said the old man. And uh, is your wife stinky too, continued Stefan. She is, he replied. We're both stinky. You should take a bath then, at which point Stefan split his sides while Mr. Stinky completely missed the joke. As to his own phone call, Stefan thought that had been a joke too. Either that or a wrong number, and even if it was something more sinister, he was having far too much fun to stop now. Hello, he said in his best Liverpudlian. I'm from the electric company, like. Just checking everything's all right. Yes, thank you, said the unsuspecting voice at the other end. So the electricity's getting through, then? I think so. Telly working? Uh, yes. Telephone okay? It seems to be. Is your fridge running? Oh, yes. Well, what are you doing on the phone, then? Run after it, catch it before it escapes. Stefan was a master of deceit. He could lure a victim onto his hook without the victim ever knowing it had happened. Hello. Can I speak to Sarah Walls, please? Uh, no came the hesitant reply. There's no Sarah Walls living here. No, Sarah Walls, Stefan muttered. Tim Walls, then? Is Tim Walls there? I am afraid he's not. No, I live here. I get it. With Imogen. Can I speak to Imogen Walls, please? The man at the other end of the line laughed. No, there's just me. There's no Imogen. Can you tell me when she'll be back, then? Never. She doesn't live here. What about Oscar Walls? I think you've got the wrong number. There's nobody here but me. So you've got no walls in that house at all? That's right. That's what I've been telling you. So how does the roof stay up, then? Stefan was the best, or the worst, depending on which end of the telephone line you were standing. He received his second call while his parents were out of the house. He was dialing a vegetarian when the tone cut dead as before, only this time... 
The silence was broken by a whispering voice on the other end. It was so soft that Stefan had to strain to hear it. Stefan, it hissed, we've got your number. Then there was a pause, just long enough to send a shiver up Stefan's spine, and he was reconnected to his vegetarian. Um, hi, can you hear me when you're on the loo? No, she said. Really? Because I can hear you. Anyone else would have thought it strange that the whispering voice on the other end of the line had known Stefan's name, but not Stefan. He had ceased to think. He had become a crank-called junkie. He had to have his daily fix of mischief.' 